comes now, This Week in the Valley, the radio show where we give you everything you need to know about the coming week, but we're afraid to ask. This is your host, Jack Mattingly. Last week, Angela P. reminded me that I had to put the finishing touches on my investigation into The Landing and put it out there. So I did. As you're undoubtedly aware, The Landing is the swanky outdoor shopping center up near the Boeing hangars. It wasn't always thus, listeners. I looked into the tax records. Before 2007, the land was owned by the Radiant Brotherhood, our local UFO cult. It was they who originally bought up all the old industrial sites in the area. It was they who named it The Landing, though that name wasn't well known back then. All they had on the property were a couple of outbuildings and a bunch of tarmac rings. We called them The Donuts when I was a kid. I don't know when the Brotherhood expected The Landing to happen, but they must have run out of money. The Brotherhood ultimately sold the lands to developers, and the rest is history. Though, if you look up the deed, you can see some special conditions. One, the land has to remain the landing. And two, there has to be at least one tarmac ring on the property at all times. Sounds to me like the Radiant Brotherhood hasn't given up hope entirely. I made a visit to the farmer's market this week. You know, the one in the steam tunnels below the piazza. I bought some ancestral tchotchkes. I don't need ancestral tchotchkes exactly. For me, it's more about supporting local business. They've got security at all the entrances now. They went over me with one of those metal detector wands, and they made me leave my length of pipe at the door. Thanks, friends of Gene Coolin Memorial Beach Park and friends of Burnett Linear Park. You sure know how to ruin it for everyone. The annual Cedar River Rubber Ducky Derby was on Saturday, and it was a blast. I don't compete. One, I hate getting wet, and two, I rent. <laughs> so why would I need a property tax refund? So, I usually watch the action at various strategic locations along the way. Uber Al will drive you from point to point. It's a whole sideline with him. The real drama this year was all about Buddy Jakawa. Buddy Jakawa's ducky has finished three out of the last five years. He started competing seriously when he bought that mansion up on the hill. No, not the white one by the power lines. Nobody knows who lives there. I'm talking about the big one along the Cedar River Bluff. Anyways, the property taxes on that mansion are killer. So now, every time he finishes the derby, he's saving five figures. It's put a huge target on his back. I heard that the Shadow Mare is gunning for him personally. When the main pack of competitors floated past the bleachers at Ron Regis Park, the Shadow Mare let fly with his harpoon and punctured Bud's inner tube. But it wasn't Bud. Bud had paid somebody to dress like him, complete with wig. By the time the Shadow Mare realized what had happened, the real Buddy Chikawa, complete with Ducky, was already downstream and out of reach. That was all she wrote. If the Shadow Mare couldn't stop Bud, I don't know why you'd think the Feral Children or Boeing employees would be able to. That's a fourth derby finish for Bud Ichikawa. Congratulations! Weather for this coming week. Cold and clammy. Turning to colder and clammier as the week progresses. That weird warm pocket in the wetlands east of 167 is expected to persist. Warm and clammy. And here's another banger from one of the recent graduates of the Black River Community College Young Musicians Showcase. Give it a listen. Brother, 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 
propelling The futures Near and distal Family And friends The globular cluster Just in case you threw your Black River Community College circular in the trash as soon as it arrived unbidden in your mailbox, next week is the BRCC Equity and Social Justice Fun Fair, Wednesday evening in the Heptangle. Guaranteed to be a little bit fun and exactingly fair. Come on out. Here's another telegram from one of our listeners. Remember, This Week in the Valley is only able to consider listener communications transmitted by telegraph. If you want to send us a telegram, just send it via your local telegraph office and ask them to email it to us at thisweekinthevalley.brcc at gmail.com. Dear TwitV, stop and let this be a lesson to you, listeners, to keep the acronym in mind when naming your radio show. I just started Somnos, stop. You know on the packaging where it says if REM sleep lasts longer than eight hours, call a doctor, stop. I don't have insurance. Stop. Do you think I can just take half a tablet? Stop. Sincerely, Bob in Fairwood. Bob? Uh, Bob, I'm not an expert of sleep, dreams, or sleep and dream-related pharmaceuticals, but I do have a good feel for basic math. That half-tablet plan sounds like a winner to me. Also, doesn't that mean that you're basically getting your Somnos for half price at that point? Maybe use the savings to book a doctor's appointment in a few months. You know, if the problem persists. This Week in the Valley, sponsored in part by the John Jay and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation. One woman's crusade to combat the historical erasure of the third most important author of the Federalist Papers. And now the news. The Boeing Employees Occult Affinity Group had their ritual at the Veterans Memorial this week. It was a hoot. Plenty of the occult ritual foofaro we've all come to expect from that group of worthies, and only one person got seriously injured. Here's what happened. The ritual space was set up inside the pentagram at the memorial, as planned. The center of that pentagram, as you know, is a big plinth with a sculpture on top, one of those bronze eagle astride a globe draped in an American flag sort of affairs. When the ritual started, the bronze eagle animated and flew off with the bronze American flag. The bronze globe rolled off the plinth and right onto Janet Beesbury, breaking several bones. She's at Valley Medical as we speak, recovering. No real harm done, though. She signed the waiver. When they completed the ritual, a flash of bright light appeared. 
When our site returned, we could see the entire memorial was covered with blood, as expected. But there was more. A strange figure had appeared on the plinth. The figure had the head and legs of a goat, but was wearing a short-sleeved button-down with an understated necktie. After a brief exchange in a guttural language full of buzzing, the Boeing employees at Cult Affinity Group hustled it into a white van and peeled off. By the time we had finished sorting out the Janet Beesbury-related hubbub, the creature was long gone. The Bronze Globe was muscled back onto the plinth by our long-suffering Parks and Rec team, and the Bronze Eagle was last seen flying laboriously up towards the Cedar River Valley. That's what I call a successful ritual. That's all I've got for this week. Thanks for listening, everybody. And remember, whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. But metaphorically, not medically. Until next time, Jack Mattingly, signing off. KXBR is a self-sustaining service of Black River Community College and East Valley Vacuum and Radio Room. It is supported by the citywide mandatory annual 5K Fun Run, various local businesses who know which way the wind is blowing, and listeners like you. Talbot, Erlington, Shattuck, Talbot, Factory, Index, Victoria, Erlington, Aberdeen, Union, Dayton, Index, Oaksdale, Cedar, Oaksdale, Monster, Monster, Union, Natchez, Index, Cedar, Aberdeen, Talbot, Index, Oaksdale, Natchez, Aberdeen, Petrovitsky, Petrovitsky, Erlington, Aberdeen, Rainier, Shattuck, Talbot, Oaksdale, Cedar, Rainier, Oaksdale, Shattuck, Shattuck, Bronson, Aberdeen, Rainier, Rainier, Index, Erlington, Rainier, Talbot, Erlington, Shattuck, Talbot, Factory, This Week in the Valley is a production of Gentleman Johnny Presents. It is written by Jonathan H. Keith and produced by Katrina Quaquat. Jack Mattingly is voiced by Jonathan H. Keith. Additional voices provided by Katrina Quaquat, Ashley Reynolds, and Austin Seventoff. This episode featured music by Oh No, It's James! Find them at ohnoitsjames.bandcamp.com Theme music by 7 Stars Panda. Find them at 7starspanda.bandcamp.com